Mikel Arteta has been busy rebuilding his roster ever since taking the reins at the Emirates, and this summer has been no exception. The Gunners have already welcomed in the likes of Gabriel Jesus, Fabio Vieira, Matt Turner, and a whole host of returning loanees. More new signings are hotly anticipated by fans before the start of the season. I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by our resident transfer guru, Fabrizio Romano, to break down all the latest transfer news out of Arsenal. Kegolesso begins right now. Today's Kegolesso episode is presented by Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. For those who don't like to sweat, the choice is clear. Gillette is your ticket to all-day freshness. Gillette, the best a man can get. Fab, delighted to be back with you. How are you doing, my friend? Hi, my friend. All good. Thank you, as always. And it's always a super pleasure to, to be here with all the guys sending questions. Likewise. Well, delighted to have a bit of your time today. I know it's extremely busy for you during these transfer windows. So let's get down to brass taxes. Yuri Tiedemann's the situation. What uh, What's going on there? We know that Arsenal were interested. What uh, can you tell us? They're still interested. Arsenal have always been interested in, in Tiedemann's, as you mentioned. He's always been one of the names in the list of Edwin and Mikel Arteta during this summer. So we still have to consider Tillemans one of the targets. Then they signed Fabio Vieira and they have many quality players. This is why now they're focused on different areas. They are working uh, and already completed the deal for, uh, for Alexander Zinchenko. So they had different priorities. But for Tillemans, they are still in contact with people close to the player, with the players' camp, but still no proposal to Leicester. So at the moment, the situation is pretty clear. They are interested, but there is still no uh, bid submitted. So Let's see what happens in the coming days. Also important to understand uh, on, on Tillemans' side that other clubs could be interested in case Arsenal will not uh, submit an official proposal. So the situation is absolutely open because he's out of contract next summer with Leicester. At the moment, he has still no intention to sign a new deal. Maybe we will see in September if, if we'll change the situation. But at the moment, he's still focusing on the market. He wants the move. And so I'm sure that in the coming weeks will be important to understand more on, on Yuri Tillemans. And while the Belgians' future is up in the air, there's also speculation about uh, Sergei Milinkovic-Savic as well. Is, is he being considered? Is that a real possibility for the Gunners? Well, at the moment, Lazio have, have received nothing for, uh, for Milinkovic-Savic. Uh, so I, I know Lazio so well because here in Italy, we know how they work on the market. And the president, Claudio Latito, is really strong in negotiations when it's about his top players. And he said a few weeks ago that he would sell Milinkovic-Savic only in case one of the best clubs in the world will put one of the best proposals for Milinkovic. And from what I'm told, they want around 65, 70 million euros. So it's really big money. It's completely different price tag uh, compared to, to Tillemans, who could be around 35 million pounds for Milinkovic is 70 million euros so it's completely completely different and I think it's not going to be an easy one not just for Arsenal but for many clubs so at the moment it's still quite around uh, Milinkovic let me say my personal opinion I hope Arsenal will be on it or any other English club because he's a fantastic player really underrated in Serie A he's always making the difference and so I'm sure that he will be absolutely ready to do great things in in, uh, Champions League and in Premier League too. Well, that's something that should excite Arsenal fans, because I think if we consider Milenkovic-Savic underrated, given the amount of time he spends <laughs> in our headlines linked with transfers, then it's he must true. be something special. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Right. He is special, trust me, because following Serie A every single week, we know that probably, in my personal opinion, is the best midfielder in Serie A. All right. Well, the choice is clear, presented by Gillette Clear Gel. Is Arsenal the clear choice for Tiedemans or does he have any other possibilities, any other avenues? 
it's his priority. So I would say it's a clear choice because the player would love to move. He would love to join Arsenal. But it's up to Arsenal to submit a proposal and to go strong for him. So he's waiting for Arsenal since April, since May. This is when the contrast, the contest started. It was end of April, beginning of May. And they are still there. They are discussing, but still no, still no official bid and just uh, approaches and contacts. So... It's up to them now to decide if they want to go for Tillemans as a priority after signing Zinchenko or if they want to go for different positions. But it's also something that we can understand because the player is out of contract next summer. Arsenal know there is a big opportunity on the market having a player like Tillemans available like this. But timing is always important on the transfer market. Imagine that, to give people an example, Inter had uh, an agreement on personal terms with Bremer for six months for this Torino centre-back and they lost the player in 48 hours with Juventus jumping into it and signing Bremer. So with Tillemans, Arsenal are working on it since long time, but if they really want him, they have to be fast. Yeah, certainly in terms of Premier League experience and that contract situation, it does seem like Tielemans should be the clear choice for Arsenal. But if somebody like Milinkovic-Savic is on the market and more easy for them to obtain, then perhaps that might be the best avenue for them to go to. But certainly in terms of the the fact that Tielemans is so well adapted to the Premier League, it does seem that that is the clear choice. Now, an interesting different name uh, has been thrown out there recently. You'll know him well from his time with Juventus. And there we've got uh, the question just popping up Arthur Mello anything on that no at the moment no at the moment no I see a lot of rumors but at the moment I have no confirmation on Juventus side on Arsenal and uh, and also player side they know about the interest he's always been in the list at Arsenal because in January they wanted him and then there was no agreement with Juventus but he was in the list in January now after signing Fabio Vieira I feel they have different priorities so he's a player appreciated by Edu he's Brazilian so the connection is so easy but at the same point it's not something like imminent at the moment with Juventus there are no negotiations for uh, for Arthur and any update on Zinchenko when that might happen I think it's a matter of hours now. Everything is signed. Everything is signed with the player. Everything is signed between Arsenal and Manchester City. They're going to pay £30 million guaranteed fee plus £2 million in add-ons. The player will have a four-year deal. He's already with the team. He's already with uh, with Edwin, with Mikel Arteta. So I think it's just a matter of time and then we will see the announcement. But no issue and no problem. And also we had some rumors on some issues a few days ago on Zinchenko, but that was not true. They never had any problem. They just negotiated for personal terms and then everything was, was fine between Zinchenko and Arsenal. Well, we've got a lot to get through still. So I'm going to say big thanks to Falange Regino, who replied to our tweet about today's episode with 19 questions. We won't be able to get to all of them, unfortunately. But here are a couple of them for you, Fab. First, the Bernd Leno situation. How likely is that Fulham transfer? James Benj and I spoke about it the other day, looking forward to the potential relegation battle in the Premier League. What's Arsenal's valuation? And are there other interested parties in case that move doesn't work out? Yes, we know that the goalkeeper's market is always a different one because it's like a domino and it's important for goalkeepers from top clubs like Arsenal, in this, this case, Bert Leno, to have guaranteed game time. So this is why the player would be happy with the move. But at the moment, there is still no agreement between Fulham and Arsenal. So there is a negotiation. Uh, Sergio Rico is another name in the list at Fulham. But at the moment, the priority, from what I'm told, is still Bert Leno. Let's see if they will be able to find an agreement between clubs. At the moment, I'm told that it's in negotiation, but it's not, it's not done yet. And Arsenal are really tough on the market and on, on selling players they want to sell some player but at their conditions is the same with Bruno Tavares because for example Atalanta want this man as new left back Brighton are interested but Atalanta really pushing in the last hours but there is still no full agreement because Arsenal always wants their conditions to be respected and so for Bert Leno my feeling is they will keep negotiating in the coming days but at the moment as of now still no agreement 
and something else quite close to Arsenal fans' hearts. How far down the line are conversations between Arsenal and Saka? Um, when, if at all, is he likely to extend his contracts? Do you think there'll be a release clause inserted into that? At the moment, uh, what I'm told, also even to, uh, also to the morning, I was checking about Saka, and I'm told that it's in negotiation. 100%. Arsenal want to get it done because they know how important it is to have a long-term contract for the kind of super talents like Bukayo Saka. So they consider Bukayo's contract a priority. But at the moment, it's not something imminent. So it's a negotiation. They're discussing about the salary. At the moment, I have no information on release clauses. So we will see at the end of negotiation. But at the moment, I'm told that they are speaking, they're discussing. But it's not something that will take hours or days to announce. It will take some, some time to, to negotiate, to find the agreement on the salary, and then to have everything completed. What I can say is that Bukayo Saka, from what I'm told, is really happy. There's now he loves the club, uh, he loves the manager because the relationship with Arteta is very good. And so at the moment, I think there are very good chances to continue together, but it's not fully agreed yet. Lucas Paqueta is another name who's been linked with Arsenal. Uh, is he likely to give uh, you know, his uh, agreement to a potential move to Arsenal? I mean, we're waiting to see if there's any bigger Premier League takers, perhaps. Uh, but also, you know, are Arsenal waiting to potentially look for a better deal with Leon? We know that Aua has also been uh, in talks with Betis recently. So is it something where either one of those two players is going to leave Leon, or do you think they could potentially cash in on both and Arsenal are just waiting for the best deal? I think Leon, uh, as kind of club, are always open to sell players at their conditions. So with big, big money and big price tags. And so this is the case also for Paqueta, because they always wanted around 65 million euros, maybe with some add-ons. And uh, English clubs hope that this price could be different in the coming weeks. Maybe 45, maybe 50 million and not 65. That is a really big price tag. So at the moment, this is the situation. There is still no official bid from Arsenal. Uh, he's a player appreciated by Edu. He knows so well Brazilian players, of course, and Paqueta is doing great with Brazilian national team too uh, with, with Lyon so he's a very good player and they know him so well but at the moment still no bid for Paqueta of course I think uh, it would be Paqueta or Tillemans not both of them so they need to make a decision also on which kind of player they want to sign in that position and uh, for Paqueta as I mentioned appreciated yes but official proposal no what I can say to answer your question is that the player would be happy uh, to, to join Premier League clubs in general he would love to have this kind of experience because he played in Brazil in Italy and in Ligan, but now he would love to have an opportunity to play in the Premier League. And so let's see if Arsenal or any other English club will decide to, to submit a proposal for Lucas Paqueta. All right. Well, we've got a mystery winger, uh, according to at uh, Stav FPS, who wants to know who are Arteta and Edu trying to get uh, in terms of a new winger? <laughs> Good question. Good. Question. I would love to tell you, but at the moment everything is under the radar. So I will try to to find out and to tell you in the coming days or in the coming weeks. Uh, at the moment, many rumors, many rumors uh, for many players like Diaby. We had a lot of rumors on Diaby, but at the moment, the player was very clear. He said he wants to stay at Bayer Leverkusen. He has no intention to leave. And Bayer Leverkusen, when they were approached by many clubs, they always asked for 70 million euros for Diaby. So really, really complicated deal. So we will see. I'm sure that Arsenal will go with their own ideas as always, uh, as they did with Vlaovic in January. They wanted Vlaovic and then it was impossible because the player only wanted to join Juventus. And I think Edu was perfect in that kind of situation. So not West money on a striker he was not trusting but waiting a bit at then signing uh, Gabriel Jesus in the summer because he was the main target for, for Arteta too 
And I think with the winger would be the same. They wanted Rafinha. We know that Rafinha was a top target for Arsenal. They submitted two proposals. Rafinha was an obsession for Arsenal because he was super appreciated. But then they decided, first of all, not to enter in any bidding war. And I think it was a very smart decision because we saw what happened between Chelsea, Barcelona, with a player very clear on his idea of joining Barca. And also with this winger this summer, I think they will go for it if they really trust the winger, not just to sign a player more because they have many players and many good players. So it has to be the right player for Arsenal or they will wait a bit. All right, we're blitzing through this in record time. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with Fab. All right, welcome back, everybody. The soccer calendar knows no break, so it's always all systems go here on Kegolasso. Staying on top of the global game is an all-day gig, and then there's the added stress of being a helplessly loyal fan who obsesses over every minor detail concerning my club, Aston Villa, not Arsenal. Throw in on top of that the studio lights, the public speaking, breaking news, and it's a recipe for perspiration. But -uh, not for yours truly. Fortunately for me, sweat and bad odors are two things I never have to worry about thanks to the long-lasting power of Gillette clear gel antiperspirant. I can get on with my day, which mainly involves staying on top of the latest Villa news and telling myself it's strictly for work purposes without breaking a sweat. Gillette clear gel antiperspirant goes on with an anti-white mark formula and protects your nostrils from those nasty armpit under odors while giving you 72-hour sweat protection. And if you want all-day freshness, the choice is clear. Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant is a tap-in. So call to arms. Get your Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant at a store near you now. All right, Fab, we're back with you now. Returning low knees, what are the plans that Arsenal have for some guys? Like you've got Bellerin, uh, you've got uh, Lucas Torreira, uh, you've got Reese Nelson, William Saliba. Uh, you know, what's going on with some of these guys? So I think Torreira, uh, they're looking for proposals. They're waiting for proposals. Valencia could be an option because Gattuso is in love with this player, but we have to see if they can match the conditions. Let me repeat, that Arsenal will sell players or offload players only at their conditions. And this is the case for Torreira. So they want real money and good money because Torreira was fantastic in Serie A with Fiorentina, was one of the best midfielders of the last season. So I think it's pretty reasonable that Arsenal are asking for, for good money for Torreira. Bellerin, they are still looking for solutions, so he's not part of the plans and they're looking for a new club with Betis still keen on signing him, but it depends on the fee because Betis have no possibilities to spend big money on um, on, on Hector Bellerin, so we will see in the coming weeks what happens, but this is still the priority also for, uh, for the player. For Nelson, at the moment he's with the team, but they are also looking for a solution, and for Saliba it's completely different. Uh, Saliba is a, is a world-class talent, I think he's a fantastic player. I'm a big fan of Saliba and I really hope there is a big opportunity for him to play with Arsenal regularly because he deserves. He's been, you know, better than anyone else in Ligue 1. was incredible last season. was one of the best talents in Europe in general. And so I'm sure that Arsenal uh, wants to trust him, wants to continue with him. At the moment, from what I'm told, the information I have right now is that a new deal is not fully agreed or completed yet they are discussing a very positive discussion with his agent but still not fully agreed or set to be signed from what i'm told in the last few hours so let's see what's next with uh, with saliba but at the moment the plan is to continue with him to negotiate a new contract and to have him as part of the team uh, for for this summer with Mikel arteta who is a big fan so this is the situation and i see saliba as part of arsenal team yeah, absolutely. Top talent indeed. And another Arsenal player who came from Ligue 1 is Nicolas Pepe. Is there any updates on him? Is he for sale, in fact? 
they are open to sell him. They are open to sell him. Of course, they don't want to uh, create problems around the player, and this is why they're still protecting him, playing him, because they know there are chances for him to stay in case they won't receive the right proposal. But Arsenal are open to letting go in case they will receive a good bid. So I would keep the situation open from Pepe at the moment. It's still not something close or advanced with any club, but I think it's a situation that could be interesting to follow in the coming weeks because Pepe is one of the players that Arsenal are open to to sell, like Nuno Tavares. With Nuno Tavares, it's almost the same. They are open to letting go on loan in this case. Let's see if with the buy option or not. And Atalanta are really pushing. With Marseille, the deal is off, I'm told, since last week. Marseille already uh, targeting different players in that position. But Atalanta are really interested in Nuno Tavares and also Brighton. So let's see what happens. And uh, Xhaka, is there any chance that he'll be renewing soon? Let's see. At the moment, the situation is still quite around Chaka. Uh, they are still considering his situation as uh, quiet around, uh, around the club. Uh, we had rumors about Bayer Leverkusen, but at the moment I'm told, no, this is not the case for, uh, for Granit Chaka. So let's see what's next. But um, I think a big chance would with Roma, because Roma were keen on signing a new midfielder. And we know that Jose Mourinho is a big fan of uh, Granit Chaka. He wanted him last summer at Roma, but now they signed uh, Nemanja Matic. They have Cristante. They are targeting Frattesi from Sassuolo. So Chaka is no longer a priority as of now for Roma. All right, moving across London for our final question to you, Fab. We know that time's almost up. Uh, and Kunde to, to Chelsea, what are the updates there? It's progressing well. It's progressing well today. Uh, Chelsea yesterday night, around midnight, sent the contracts and the paperwork to Sevilla to push because they want to get this deal done as soon as possible. They know that Barcelona are pushing on player side and this is why Chelsea are in a rush to get, this, to get it done. Uh, they feel they did their best with a £55 million proposal uh, with the structure of the deal already discussed with Sevilla. So the paperwork are now in Sevilla hands waiting for Sevilla to say, okay, yes, it's all fine and the deal is done and waiting for the player to approve everything. But on verbal basis between Kundens and Chelsea, everything is very advanced for a five-year deal. So Chelsea are really confident and optimistic. They are waiting for the final green light since uh, two days almost. And so up to Sevilla now, but Barcelona are only speaking on player side because on Sevilla side, still no bid from Barca as of now. Yeah, just one final small question on that. Uh, obviously, Kunde moving would be a huge boost for Bordeaux, who have been in financial difficulty. Uh, do you know roughly how much of a percentage uh, Sevilla will owe to Bordeaux uh, in that deal should Kunde make that transfer uh, complete? I will check it out because, you know, there is always kind of private documents on these kind of things, but for sure there is a percentage. And as you mentioned, it's really important for the club. They really need this money. So I don't think it will be really crazy money, but it will be important money for Bordeaux because they need it in this, in this moment. So this percentage is 100% included and, uh, and it will help Bordeaux, but I think it's just a matter of, of hours or days and then the situation will be completed. I don't see Kunder Saga to go like Rafinha for two weeks or, or, or three weeks almost. It will be really fast and I think this weekend we will know more on, on Kunder move. All right, everybody, thanks so much for listening to Kegola. So please take a minute to nominate us for Best Sports Podcast in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Link in the description. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. We're also available as videos. So subscribe to us on YouTube and you can visit us there. Fab, thank you so much for finding time to hang out with us once again. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, as always. My pleasure. And thank you to all the guys sending questions in the chat. And wish all the best to Arsenal, as we have many Arsenal fans here. <laughs> that we do. Cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, it's goodbye.
Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.